Forming a family through adoption, kinship, or customary care is one of life's greatest experiences that comes with its own unique challenges and complexities. The Stronger Together podcast is a production by Adopt for Life, Ontario's association for kin, customary care, and adoptive parents and caregivers. Join our host, Catherine, as she connects with a featured guest each episode as they share their stories of lived experiences in a space where we listen, learn, and grow. Welcome and hello. I'm your host, Catherine. We are so very excited for the official launch of the Stronger Together podcast. For our first official episode, we wanted to do something a little different and give you a little glimpse of the behind the scenes. So much of what we do here in the marketing and communications team happens out of the public view. And we thought, what better way to launch this new program than to share a little bit more about who we are and to share our own stories, not only to give you insight into our own lives and our connection to adoption, kin, and customary care, but also, well, hopefully at least, to share our vested interest and intent behind the content that we create. So with that, I introduce to you Chantel, Van, and me, Catherine. Chantelle is the Marketing and Communications Director. She is an adoptee who navigated the adoption system as a young adult. The process of searching for self opened her lifelong passion for awareness, education, and advocacy for adoptees and their families. She brings this invaluable first-person experience and perspective to her role at Adopt for Life. Additionally, she is a parent and also brings 20 plus years experience in the healthcare sector. Her previous roles, Chantelle had launched and directed healthcare service businesses with community connections and online supports. Chantelle is devoted to helping others and giving back to her community. Van is our art director. She grew up in extended society care later taking her role of kin and care caregiver to her siblings. She is deeply invested in the outcomes of families and youth. As a multidisciplinary creative, she is interested in our responsibility to tell cross-cultural narratives to connect people. Van brings 10 plus years experience from design and performance creative agencies, SAAS, tech and NPO sectors. Catherine is the community engagement liaison. As an adoptive mom of three children and the child of an adoptee, Catherine has embraced various levels of openness and has experience with openness orders, mediation, and openness agreements. Catherine holds a master's degree in critical disability studies and a bachelor degree of social work. Her experience includes supporting and advocating providing crisis intervention for families of children with disabilities and mental health needs. She strives to provide support, resources, and connections to her communities. Thank you both for coming on and joining me for this first official podcast. Uh, It is very exciting uh, for all of us because I know it's been in the works for quite a while. Um, 
I did have a chance to to share your more professional bio, but I thought it would be a good idea for us to kind of go around the table, so to speak, and share a little bit more about who we are as people. Uh, and I'd love to get your insights as well about what you're looking forward to the most with this podcast. So Chantal, I'm going to go with you first. So do you want to maybe introduce yourself a little bit, share a little bit more about who you are and what are you looking forward to the most? Sure. I'll try my best. <laughs> first, I guess, thanks so much, Catherine, for the introduction. And I'm too really excited to be here and um, to be on, I guess, the first official episode of our podcast. So like you said, it's been um, in the works for a while. So it's exciting to see it actually come alive. Um, about me, so... As you heard in the bio, I uh, am adopted. I was adopted as an infant and it was um, through CAS, but at the time, without divulging how old I am, um, <laughs> it was a closed adoption. So there was no openness. There was, um, I really had absolutely zero information. Uh, and my parents were, I mean, they were very open about the fact that I was adopted. It wasn't anything that was hidden from me. It was just they were very limited on what on what information they could share. Um, so it's just a very different landscape than it is now for some. And then as I got older, obviously, I got very curious about, um, well, I was curious my whole life, but I didn't have an outlet for it. Like, there was no, I didn't know anybody else that was adopted. Um, and there was just no, I just didn't feel that there was any place to talk about it. Um, so I think that sort of in a very winding way, uh, what led me to adopt for life. So I had a career obviously before that, where I worked in marketing for healthcare. Uh, I ran my own business and one day I just came across this listing i was like what <laughs> like i i just thought wow this is amazing what i think this was serendipitous um so i applied and i wasn't sure because it was an association for adoptive parents kin or customer care givers so oh, maybe i don't have a place here because i'm adopted i'm not an adoptive parent but of course it was very wrong because uh, adopt for life is a very open and inclusive place and they want to hear from all people who are touched um, by adoption or permanency. So, um, and that basically, in terms of my working adopt for life, like that's sort of how I ended up here. Um, in terms of my personal adoption story, I think that is just something that is going to be ongoing for my whole life. It's not anything that just starts and ends. It's just something that's ongoing. And sometimes it's at the forefront of what I do, and sometimes it's sort of behind the scenes, but it's it's always there. And I think what, um, well, I enjoy all of what I do at Adopt for Life, but one of the things that I enjoy the most is meeting other people who are adopted. Because before this, I really didn't have that many connections to people who were adopted. And I think through my work, I get to talk to other, other people who have um, various upbringings, and it's just really lovely to hear their stories. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and I think, you know, that's part of the reason why the podcast came to be right. And I know we're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, 
So I think I'm just going to end it there. I don't know if that's no, that's fantastic. Exactly what you wanted. Yeah, it is. Um, and I think too, it's it's really interesting to know, like you just happened to stumble across this listing as you were, you know, continuing your own journey, and here you are as marketing and communications director and producing amazing content and and sharing it. So I know I'm I'm honored to work with you, and I just can't wait to see what how this podcast unfolds because it seems to be very organic. A lot of the things that we do and it seems to be, you know, we just listen to the community and listen. What, what do people want? So I know I'm really excited to see what the next steps kind of are for us. Thank you so much. That was incredible. Um, Van, who is our art director, you are next. So if you want to share a little bit more, um, about yourself. Um, again, I did read your bio, but maybe from your own words about, uh, you know, about, about your upbringing or anything about your personal life you wanted to share, uh, or your connection with, um, adoption kin and customary care. Um, and what are you looking forward to the most, uh, for this podcast? Um, yeah, first I didn't really, I've never really spoken to Chantal about her adoption, um, adoptee experience. So I don't know, I think it's interesting um, because we work with each other every day and I'd like to hear more about it one day, but yeah, maybe we can have you again or us again on the podcast in a, at a future date. But um, <clears throat> about me, um, I am from um, CAS myself. I grew up there since I was about 11 and um, I never got adopted, but um, when I met Julie, that's one of the things we spoke and connected about, um, talked about how older youth don't really get sold the idea of adoption. And so in my foster care um, experience, that was something that I felt was a really short discussion. And if I had known um, all of the benefits and um, how I could have made lifelong relationships um, that at the time felt really scary, I mean, my life could be very different. So um, yeah, but I grew up in extended society care, and um, I have two siblings, a younger sister and brother. And uh, for a lot of it, we were together, but for some of it, we weren't. Um, I was very parentified, and there were times where my brother uh, was separated from us when I was a baby. So we've got a lot of history there. Um, and then somewhere through that, um, I left care pretty early, um, a mutual agreement with the society and my foster parents. And I was really an independent person. Um, so I left a little bit early around 16. And uh, a couple of years after that, I really felt like um, I wanted to take care of my siblings. And I felt like I was the only option that made sense. Um, so I worked really hard in my life to make sure that I created a, um, an environment that was able to um, take them. And uh, I don't know, I, I, it's weird to say raise them. I think my siblings tend to say that I raised them, but I've I don't know, I feel uncomfortable saying that, but I did house them for a bit and I, um, oh, we did live together and I, I did parent them as best I could. Um, and so I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, and throughout all those years I was working and uh, I met Julie when I was in college, you know, university, um, kind of in between those years, we um, got introduced by a mutual friend um, and so I started working at Adopt for Life. And um, at that time, I didn't know much about like marketing. And I didn't know much. I was just in school and I was kind of discovering what I wanted to do and what I was good at. 
Um, and yeah, so ever since then, I think it's been like six, coming on seven years, and um, I've learned a lot. I'm an art director now, and in my daily life, um, I'm a creative director at my um, in my other activities. So um, I've grown a lot, and uh, I just love that Adopt for Life is something that exists because um, these conversations, like Chantal said, um, a while ago or, or a few years ago, they were totally different, right? The kind of conversations that we're having about adoption, um, foster care. And I would even say like, um, you know, kin care, uh, customary care, adoption, openness, all of those areas were so separate, but now we kind of talk about them um, through a lens of, um, you know, uh, it's just all kind of whatever's best for, for people. And I think that's kind of cool that we're, combining all of those um, connections and stories together in our daily work. So that's what I like about my job. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I feel like um, Van, I've seen you grow up over the almost seven years and I feel like you've seen me grow up and you've seen my kids grow up because they were babies and now they're oh my God. preteens. <laughs> I know. Like I, I thought about this the other day and I'm like, why do some people in my professional life treat me still like a kid and it's kind of like that parental yeah. relationship where they saw you growing or they saw me growing up so sometimes it's like that association like the way that you treat your kids when they're they're in their 30s and yeah um for some people and it's like still the same and I'm like yeah that that makes sense that checks out um, <laughs> I just want yeah. to add like for anybody that's listening and, and they heard Van reference Julie like Julie is the the founder and, and executive director of Adopt for Life and she will be um, I guess on an upcoming episode, so you can definitely stay tuned to learn more about her journey and, and how um, how this wonderful organization came to be. So that that will be in future future episodes. That'll be fun. Julie's like my work mom, or yeah, yes. yeah, and yeah. In, a, in a professional life, I hope this is okay to say, but um, I don't know. I've worked with her. I've also been in like familial situations with her, and it's just. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. So she's someone you'll want to talk to for sure. Yeah. I think she's almost everyone's work mom, even my work mom. And I think that's why, you know, we work so well as an organization because not only are we people who create good work and we care about what we do, but, you know, kind of going a bit to my story, like, you know, I've had, I've needed to leave multiple times because of my kids' needs and because, you know, this organization gets it. We're a group of people who who are within the adoption kin customary care realms. Um, me leaving to take care of my kids and coming back isn't a scary thing. It's not hard for me. So I guess to, to go into a bit of my story, I'm sure um, if anyone has, has um, heard me speak before I'm sure you've heard this um so I'll keep it short and sweet uh but I am an adoptive mom of three kids all three of my children came from um um children's aid public adoptions um my older two are full biological siblings and my youngest is not biologically related uh they came home I think my oldest two were in 2012 and they were um three and one um, and, uh, our youngest, we adopted her from birth, uh, in 2015. So they're now, as of a couple months, they'll be 13, 11 and eight 
which to me is absolutely wow. bonkers because <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, but yeah, a, the adoption journey for me wasn't one that I, I set out to have really. Um, my husband and I, you know, we got married. I was in my, my early to mid twenties and we tried to start a family right away. Um, I, I had, I ended up having five miscarriages, um, including, um, uh, a later term miscarriage. And so we just stopped and we were done and I didn't want to go forward. And medically I was advised not to, because my body was just not capable or able. Um, and so I thought we were done and really we started thinking about different ways to, to have a family and grow a family. And nowadays there's a lot of different, there's surrogacy and, and embryo adoptions and, um, adoption and, um, there's, there's, you know, different options. So we started looking into it and we just realized adoption was the way for us. And, you know, I always pictured a newborn healthy baby, uh, because I was young and naive and we fell in love with a three-year-old, um, who has very complex needs. Um, so our eldest um, is severely autistic. She is deafblind. Um, she has a very rare condition called a genesis of the corpus callosum, but she's also like the spunkiest kid you will ever meet. Um, our son um, is stubborn and funny and sarcastic and amazing and um you know, 10 turning 33. Um, and he's just finishing his um, battle with stage four cancer. So that was also an interesting time for all of us. Um, but I'm happy to say that we are on the other side of that journey. And we have this spunky seven-year-old who's now turning into a goth. So um, I, I heard about Adopt for Life from a colleague or a friend of mine who became a colleague who was kind of a part of Adopt for Life in the beginnings before funding. Um, and she said, oh my goodness, like you can do this. Um, I'm a social worker by uh, profession. So I kind of joined as a frazzled parents not knowing what was left to write at that point and yeah just like van it's been close to seven years now and i've been a part of adopt for life in so many different ways in different positions because my kids needs have changed and i need to change with them and so you know when we talk about julian and the sense of like family like i i would just need to have one conversation and say i can't do this or can we try this and so um a lot of times I think that a lot of you have seen me grow up too and seen my kids grow up. Um, so here we are. And the podcast kind of came to be when I was on leave with my son, but I'm just so excited to have just a new different platform to, to share stories and um, to make sure that um, people are heard and, you know, listening to, to both of you and your stories, obviously we've worked with each other for a long time, but um just just knowing that there is intent behind what we do i think is so so important and and you know we don't just pick random things and create content there's actually a lot of thought put into all of it so hopefully as you guys listen along with us and listen to stories alongside us um you can get get a sense of that too so I have a question for both of you guys. Um, Chantel, I'm going to give you your question first. Um, 
And then Van, my question for you. Um, I feel like this went really fast, which it usually always does. Um, so like I had said, I was off on leave um, with my son when this idea of a podcast kind of came from. So I'm wondering, like, is there a story or was there like a moment that you're like, oh my gosh, do we have to do this? Or like, do you think this has kind of been building up for a while? I kind of would love to hear like where where the idea sort of came from. Yeah, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to have to look, like track back. So as you know, or if you're new here, maybe you don't know, but at Adopt for Life, we, like Catherine said, we run a variety of really amazing content. And some of it is, or actually some of it is written in blog form. Um, and some of it is video. We do Facebook live snack and chats that run, well, now monthly, they used to run weekly and then webinars. Um, but they had more of a formal um, kind of scripted feel with a lot of absolutely amazing information and amazing guests. Um, so that's like a little bit of very, very brief background. And then in uh, the Adopt for Life community, there are multiple private um, Facebook groups where parents and caregivers can kind of just show up and kind of they can either just read what everybody else is up to. It's a place where they can share information. They can just sort of talk about what's going on in their day or in their kids' lives, ask questions, ask like just a, an amazing forum of support. Um, and it's in those communications that you really see how people can connect to one another. We also heard from our community that that's where that's what they love the most is, is the storytelling. And that's what everybody loves, right? Is, is learning, learning about people. I mean, you know, it's, it's how we connect as humans. So I, and I think, so just kind of going through that, was there this sort of like, Hey, why don't we do a podcast? <laughs> Probably. Um, and then we're like, yeah, but Catherine's not here. So we have to wait for her to come <laughs> So that's good. Cause it gave us a lot of time to sort of just, set up the kind of framework of what we wanted um but yeah we definitely knew that we had to wait for you to come back because there wasn't any better or what we thought as an ideal host and, and creative creative person <laughs> you are you had to be a part of it um so that's the way I remember it going kind of taking shape and I just hope you know that it does provide that space for people if they're just listening um, that they connect to these stories. Um, if, if people want to be a guest, it's a, it's a place because there's no video. Maybe they feel more comfortable sharing more personal things about their story because, you know, it's not their face isn't live across Facebook. And know? it can be anonymous uh, too. So we do have, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I think um, it was just the, the next step that made sense because we have blogs anyway. We, we share stories for uh, major happenings and major um, events in the like adoption foster and all, all that, all those communities. So I, I just think podcast was like, of course, like a no brainer. <laughs> and I think, yeah. And I think when, when it came up, we're like, well, yeah, of course. Like, why, <laughs> like, duh, why don't we have one already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my grandma has a podcast <laughs> and I feel like it kind of like we did a lot of background work to this so it's something that we just kind of threw together I feel like we finally are at this moment in in the fact that you know 
our first episode is launching is just incredible to me. And I think it's just, again, it's just a reflection of how dedicated we and the community are. And, and Chantel, just kind of reiterating what you said, like, for me and myself as an adoptive parent who has struggled with things like post-adoption depression and struggled with, you know, children with behavioral needs and all these other things, like feeling validated through someone else's experience. Like there's no, there's no words that I have to tell you how it feels to know that I'm not the only one going through it. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of my hope for this podcast is that people will be like, Oh, it's not just me. Or perhaps it can help push people to, to think about things that maybe they haven't thought about before as well, because, you know, we're continuing, we're always learning and growing and, 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 you know, and I think for anybody that's new or, or maybe, you know, they're not part of the community, you know, we do spend a good amount of time celebrating achievements and supporting each other, but we also are that space for people to talk about things that are difficult to talk about or just say, you know what, I am not, coping well yes. today or oh, this yeah. month and um I think it's important for other people to hear that you know and and say okay I'm not alone you know yeah yeah and to be safe when you you're at the point where you're ready to for lack of a better word to call your yourself out and I've done that a few times where I've had to be like okay this is my stuff I need to work on it but to know that there's a safe place to do that and to ask those questions and to get the support I think is huge um yeah. So I'm clearly we're excited, which we're is so awesome. excited. <laughs> and you know, like the community is excited too. We kind of just did a little bit of a sneak peek announcement and people were like, yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> so one final question, I'm going to um, ask this to you, Van, because um, obviously we want to have guests and we want to continue to grow. So for anyone who may be hoping to be a guest or are interested in connecting uh, how can they connect with us? Um, you guys can reach out to media at adoptforlife.com, I think. Um, and there are other ways to share your story. Like if you don't want to be on the podcast and you want to write a blog, for example, I think they can email blog, blogs or blog, 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 blog. At, I think so. Is that blog? Okay. One of those blogs. edit this later. <laughs> Please. Email both of them, blog and blogs at topforlife.com with your blog. <laughs> you can always get a hold of us. If you just yeah. write something at adoptforlife.com, it's going to come to us regardless. So if it's the S or the no S, or if you have an RPL or um, info to adopt for life, um, I'm also all over social media. So you can find my face um, and my name everywhere too. Um, but we want to share your stories and we want to, to help educate and validate the community. Um, so ladies, I want to thank you guys so much, uh, for doing this and for sharing a bit about your own journeys. I know we've worked with each other a long time, but, um, I, I continuously learn from you guys and, um, on behalf of all of us at marketing, you know, we're just so excited for this and we hope that you guys are as well, um, starting, um, today march 6 and every other week on mondays is when we'll launch the new podcast so episode two will come out in two weeks time um with our first story um and we're gonna go from there so um 
we hope that you all um, listen and tune in and we love to hear feedback from you as well. Um, and we always end the same way that we truly are stronger together. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Catherine. Bye. Adopt for Life is a non-for-profit charitable organization supporting adoptive, kin, and customary care families through programs, resources, and advocacy. To learn how you can join our community for free or support content like this podcast or share your story, visit adoptforlife.com.